Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, the 2017 hurricane season coming to an end now. And boy, it was... uh it was a dandy, a doozy, you might say, across the area. Of course, the U.S. Uh, particularly hit hard. In fact, the most active hurricane season for U.S. landfall since 2005 when we had Katrina and Rita and then the late season Wilma, which hit Florida. Some of the 2017 highlights include the most expensive season on record, $202.6 billion worth of damage. Uh, the Harvey set the cyclone tropical record for rainfall, 60 inches of rain measured in southeastern Texas. In fact, measurements and studies are still ongoing on what the official and exact amount is going to be, but it looks like it will be a tropical cyclone record. The accumulated cyclone energy, or the ACE, for September was a record at 175. The average is 51. The ACE is simply a combination of the length of a storm, how long it's active, and its intensity. And I've posted actually a pretty interesting graph on on that in Talking the Tropics with Mike at ActionNewsJax.com and WOKV.com. Another interesting graphic, tropical storm force winds were felt all along the Gulf Coast from Texas to Florida, all of the Florida coastline, and then all the way north to North Carolina on this hurricane season. Then, of course, there were localized hurricane force winds too. southeast Texas, namely with Harvey, a small portion of southern um, Mississippi and Alabama in association with Nate, and then, of course, Wilma as it moved up through much of Florida. And then uh, if we uh, look to the east of Puerto Rico, of course, with a devastating blow from Maria. There were 17 named storms for the season. The average is 12. Ten of those became hurricanes. The average is six. Six of those became major. Cat three or stronger, in other words. And the average is two. So obviously a very active season. It was expected to get active um, as we got deeper into the year. At first there were indications perhaps of an El Nino developing last winter and early spring, which would typically mean a lower number of hurricanes hurricanes. However, that El Nino quickly uh, diminished and in fact really failed to develop. And by May, it was getting to look more and more like a more favorable environment for tropical storms and hurricanes and certainly became that in June already and continued for the rest of the hurricane season. In fact, as early as June, we already had tropical waves coming off the coast of Africa that were trying to develop and in some cases did develop. That's pretty unusual. And the African wave train, so to speak, was unusually active then for an unusually long period of time. All the way through July, August, and September, finally fading in mid to late October. So it was a, a tremendous uh, deep hurricane season, deep tropical Atlantic hurricane season. In other words, systems coming off Africa, developing, and then long track across uh, the Atlantic. I have a map of all those storms, too, at WOKV.com and ActionNewsJax.com in the summary of Talking the Tropics with Mike. Uh, tropical cyclone tornadoes were also very active. With all the landfalls we had, we had a number of tornadoes. Cindy was a tropical storm in June when it made landfall in Louisiana, but it produced 18 tornadoes. Hurricane Harvey, when it moved into southeast Texas, produced 57 tornadoes. Hurricane Irma, as it moved into Florida, produced 25 tornadoes. In uh, early October, Nate, as it moved to shore on the Gulf Coast, produced 16 tornadoes. And then finally, Philippe, 
as it moved to just very near far south Florida late in October, produced three tornadoes, 119 tropical cyclone-induced tornadoes in all for the lower 48, and that was the most active in a, since uh, about 10 years or so, and 26 of those tornadoes occurred in Florida, and several occurred in northeastern Florida with Hurricane Irma as it moved northward up the western and central portions of Florida. That, of course, will be the poster child, so to speak, if you will, for Florida, Jacksonville, and northeastern Florida, and southeast Georgia in particular. Irma moving off the coast of Africa on August 30th as a tropical wave almost immediately upgraded to a tropical storm and then moved westbound, steadily strengthening. As it approached the Caribbean, it became a Category 5 hurricane and just raked across the uh, Virgin Islands, the U.S. Virgin Islands, just to the east of Puerto Rico and the far northern Lesser Antilles with devastating damage that may very well take decades to recover from. It was just a glancing blow for Puerto Rico, but the, the big story on that is that it brought a lot of rain to Puerto Rico, heavy rain, flash flooding and mudslides, and it kind of set the table, unfortunately, for Maria, which would come along a few weeks later, a couple of weeks later, and then, of course, just devastate Puerto Rico. As far as uh, some of Irma's facts, it uh, it moved as a Cat 5 uh, across uh, the northern Virgin Islands, then moved into Cuba, eventually turning sharply northward through the Keys, then into Florida, making uh, the Keys landfall on September t- uh, 9th. It made a landfall on the southwest coast of Florida, then early in the afternoon on September 10th. The most Im- direct impacts to Jacksonville and northeast Florida and southeast Georgia were in the afternoon and evening of the 10th, continuing into the morning of the 11th in the form of very heavy rain, high winds, flooding, and tornadoes. Rainfall was, on average, generally 10 to 15 inches on already saturated ground. It had been a very wet summer, so there was extensive flooding along mainstream rivers, but also creeks and just low-lying areas. We had a considerable amount of tree damage. Power was out for days in many spots, and in some cases, weeks. Debris cleanup continues to this day and probably will all the way into 2018. And in fact, some areas will not be completely cleaned up and fixed, so to speak, uh, for maybe a couple of years. So here are some of the Irma facts. The 185-mile-per-hour winds, a Category 5 hurricane, were... Uh, continued for 37 hours. That's a record, beating the old record of 24 hours. The first advisory, as I mentioned, was issued by the National Hurricane Center on August 30th, but didn't reach Jacksonville with the most direct impacts until September 10th and 11th. So it was a long stretch to watch that storm move across the Atlantic. And you can actually get a blow-by-blow description and forecast by me in Talking in the Tropics with Mike. Those are still posted. And uh, the category... Uh, three hurricane plus for eight and a half days uh, was second only to Ivan, a hurricane back in 04 that hit the Florida panhandle. The hurricane, uh, Irma was a hurricane for a total of 12 days. It's the first Cat 5 to hit the Bahamas since Andrew in 1992. It was the strongest hurricane to hit any of the Leeward Islands, again, just devastating the northern U.S. Virgin Islands. And it was the uh, the most severe flood on record that was produced by Irma on the St. John's River going back to 1848. It was a historic flood for downtown Jacksonville. And again, I have a link to all the pictures and video in Talking the Tropics with Mike. It it was the first Category 5 hurricane to hit Cuba. It made a landfall on the northern and northeastern coast of Cuba. Luckily for Cuba, it was a largely unpopulated area, but still was pretty extensive damage right along the coast. It also, Irma, had the 10th lowest pressure on record at 914 millibars and was the first major hurricane, Cat 3 or stronger, to hit Florida in 12 years since Wilma, which occurred in October of 2005.
So it's a historic hurricane season, no doubt. One of the most damaging in about a dozen years for the lower 48 anyway. A tremendous storm for Puerto Rico as Maria moved across Puerto Rico but stayed east of the east coast of the United States, sparing Florida and the eastern seaboard from yet another devastating hit this season. Again, a recap of the numbers for the 2017 hurricane season. There were 17 named storms, five above the average of 12. Ten of those became hurricanes above the average of six, and six of those became major, way above the average of two. I'll resume Talking the Tropics with Mike on June 1st, 2018, with the start of the next hurricane season. I updated every single day during the hurricane season, giving you an idea of what's going on over the Atlantic Basin, how it might be behaving in the future, and how it would affect, of course, then local areas of Jacksonville and northeastern Florida. Until then, with all your weather all the time, I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike Burrish from the CBS 47 at Fox 30 Action News, Jack's First Alert Weather Center for News 104.5 WOKV. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.